It's time now for Pickin' and Puttin' with Clay Smith's quantitative anthology of stories behind the songs we know and love to hear and just how they evolve. Plus, a stroke of genius from Dr. Rick Zollinger, a golf nut who will present qualitative narratives from the pages of his own case studies in golf. It's Pickin' and Puttin'. Hello, everybody. Clay Smith here. Welcome to Pickin' and Puttin' along with my co-host, the infamous Dr. Rick Zollinger. Dr. We Z. Be pick, we be pickin', we be puttin', baby. We back. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Crazy stuff going on in this crazy world of ours. I'm yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world. I got a shout-out first. I want to do a shout-out to DJ. Who the heck could shoot 30 under power? That's just crazy stuff. You know, i tell you what. That's when they say in the zone, um, that takes it to the next level. Yeah, and he wasn't even at AutoZone. He was just a golf course. <laughs> That's golf right. Team, you know? And he wasn't in Hawaii either where they always shoot 100 under. The other one was Phil. Oh. How, about, how about opening? Opens with a 61 and shoots 2,200 and wins the darn thing. He's on fire. No kidding. What, yeah, what do you have? 24, 24 birdies and an eagle. Yeah, isn't that crazy? A pretty nice performance. And then that young lady. Uh, I think Phil on. will win again on the PGA Tour, too. Oh, yeah, he will. I'd love to see him win the Open, but who gosh. knows? Yeah. And that young lady in Europe, yeah, Popoff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. Wednesday Royal Troon, man. We have great memories of Royal Troon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the pink elephants. Yeah. That was a day to remember. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> other thing is. So what do you think about all what do you think about all this stuff going on with uh, professional sports and and the the changes there with uh, what do you think is going to happen to the monetary contracts for these guys going forward? You know, there's uh, I I talked to a number of uh, old friends uh, still in the uh, advertising business on Madison Avenue, and there's serious discussion of reallocation of funds. Um, with no spectators, with uh, such attrition now in audience, um, I don't know. I, I think tough days are ahead. I, I really do. I, I think, uh, you know, it's all about media return. And, and these, these big advertisers uh, that pay enormous amounts of money to be official sponsors, to be title sponsors of events, et cetera, um, I think there's a whole new department of people looking at the analytics and saying, okay, you know, what kind of, uh, ROI are we getting on this investment? So if that being said affects the ultimate, which is, Hey, if you can't put people in the stands and you can't generate the kind of, uh, operational funds that you need, where else can they go but cut contracts left and right? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I understand the, the social issues and that, but I think the NBA, if they walk away from their playoffs, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot even worse in big time. It'll be like the baseball strike all over again back in the whenever that was, you know, yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah, well, I, I just wanted your, in, I wanted your insight on that because I don't know. What do you guys think out there in the audience? I mean, I'd, we'd like to get some feedback on that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the jury, think the jury's out. Well, you I know, told from, you, I, 
the, I, I saw a poll where it said 75% of the previous fans aren't going to watch the NFL this year as, as good as everybody feels about football. Um, now, you know, when it comes to pass, maybe that won't yeah, be I can good. speculate. I don't know where it's headed, but, you yeah. know, I, I think we all need that uh, di diversion from uh, what's going on with the social stuff, the political stuff. I mean, there's so many annoying things on TV right now in terms of current events and pop culture and everything else. Uh, I don't know, man. We need a realignment of something. <laughs> well, I'll just make one more statement about that. Sadly, I can't even watch this ESPN anymore. And well, they've uh, gotten so political. They're political. They're a news channel. I mean, and and then, um, uh, you know, the golf channel, heck, they're closing that down and moving it to Connecticut. So I don't know what I think about right. that. So. You know, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on, politically speaking, speaking to you guys out there in the audience, but uh, I'll be glad when the election's over and we can just get on with our lives. Uh, yeah, I agree. Done quite crazy. I yeah, mean, it's, it's uh, we need to sail on by this event. You know? I think, I think COVID, the election, I mean, that, when, when the outcry is so loud about the postal service. I'm going, huh? Okay. I mean, they've been losing money left and right for years. Um, but I don't know, mail-in ballots, it, well, that's another subject, but it's a good segue to what I'm thinking about today. Okay, um, let me hear it. Well, you know, we've been doing stories behind the songs and uh, I'm going, you know, when you think of successful songs with the great hits, one thing and another, I always look forward in uh, winter to the uh, television show, the Grammys. Right. Um, you know, NARIS, which is National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, uh, they conduct the Grammys annually. And there's been a lot of controversy there. And I mean, you talk about politically, can you trust the Postal Service to deliver ballots? I don't know. Well, can you trust the Grammys to count ballots? I don't know that either. Can you trust the Grammys? There's been a lot of uh, craziness going on at the Grammys. Um, they, they brought in a new CEO um, last fall, uh, Deborah Dugan. And she, she came in and uh, was uh, charged with trying to revamp the system, uh, so to speak. Um, the uh, previous uh, CEO, Neil Portnow, was, uh, he, he, he was accused of allegedly uh, raping uh, a foreign musical artist after a performance at Carnegie Hall. So <clears throat> he had to step down and he had said some uh, controversial, he had made some controversial statements, uh, particularly about, you know, there'd been with, with celebrating a hundred years of women being able to vote. Um, you know, when you look at all the Grammy awards over the years, there's a lot more male artists than there are female artists that have ever received Grammys. He took a lot of criticism about that and it hit, his crazy comment was, well, ladies, you just have to step it up. Well, that's kind of crazy. That ticked everybody off. And uh, 
they've had an interesting way. I mean, they're a nonprofit, <laughs> quote unquote nonprofit. Um, and yet you have to be a member as an artist and you have to have, you know, a, a resume in music to be a member and then only voting members can vote. Get so there's been a real analogy of uh, who's voting and how they're counting the votes and, you know, who gets Grammys and who doesn't get Grammys vis-a-vis, -vis. you know, every now and then, every, about every other year, somebody wins four, five, six Grammys and you never hear of them again. So, you know, they, this Deborah Dugan started looking into, there were, there's some huge payments being made to uh, music attorneys and what those music attorneys were allegedly lobbying for and what they were doing and one thing and another. Um, you know, the diversity of the Grammys has been a very slow evolution. I mean, they didn't recognize uh, hip hop until really recently. Um, and you see well, what it influences had on all kinds of music categories. Now, now, how are how are the different award shows like the Country Western Music Awards? That's a whole different genre from from just the Grammys. Yeah, like the CMA Awards. That's the Country Music Association. So right. that's you know the stalwart in the country music industry, and uh, I really do think they have a legitimate system. Um, certainly there's a lot of political things going on in any organization like that, but then CMAs and then the Academy of Country Music is kind of the West Coast version of the CMA. And, uh, it was really initiated and mobilized by uh, Dick Clark of all people. So, uh, you know, he, he, so long, I mean, his whole career, he, not only his show, but he produced so many great shows and so many music oriented shows. And so the Academy of Country Music became one of his award shows. But uh, Neris is supposed to encompass all of music. And there's a lot of things going on in and around that whole organization. Dugan, in fact, she was, uh, she was, she was accused of bullying and the board who was still board members appointed during uh, Portnow's re reign. Um, they wanted her to pay Portnow, even though he'd been accused of rape, they wanted her to pay him $750,000 consulting fee annually. She's going, what? And uh, then she, she actually, uh, oh, Joel Katz, one of the great music attorneys, then uh, she accused him of, uh, sexual harassment so you know then the board dismisses her i mean where does all this go yeah, I, it's, I, it's kind of funny because as a non-musician i would look if you asked me i would have held the grammys in my head just me i held the grammys to a higher standard than i would have even the oscars and you yeah. know the oscars outside of best picture best actor supporting actor you know who knows about all those other awards that they give out. And I, you know, um, like I said, the Grammys, I always, I, I held, and especially the CMAs, I held to, I thought there was a standard there, but you know, who knows 
it's like the Wizard of Oz. Who knows what's behind the curtain? Is what you're telling me. Yeah, it's the truth. But that, that, you know, I mean, it's out in the public now, and I mean, they have long pushed forward artists with whom they had relationships, and you know, um, there's like there, there's only twelve thousand voting members. Well, really, that's the crowd that's picking all these things. So you go figure. Well, hey, hey, that's that's like the, that's like the baseball Hall of Fame writers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They basically denied a whole decade existed, and it's crazy. You know? Exactly. So I just, I, I, that seems inappropriate. But, uh, well, it sounds to me like the rank and file that vote on the Grammys and that, they're the ones that have to change the priorities and clean up the system. Yeah, I, it's, you, you wonder. You really wonder. But I throw that out there. Do your own examination. Start researching everybody that's interested in music. I mean, uh, you know, you, you like you said, you hold it to high esteem, and yet, I mean, is all of this a fix or what? Yeah, so, well, I always, I mean, best picture, I've always wondered about that because I've never, saw, in, 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 in the entertainment business, I've never seen any of the films at the time. But best yeah. songs, best songs, I always felt like, oh, I've heard that, you know, and maybe that's because they're, they're out there more or music. I don't know. But, well, I want to remains A lot remains to be seen. I don't know. You know, that, uh, you hear about uh, this stuff draining the swamp. I don't know, man. There's a big swamp that crosses all boundaries, right? <laughs> hey, there's a swamp and everything. I mean, it's like I, today I wanted to talk about anchoring. So I've got this, you know, the, the ship. They can't survive without anchoring. So why what did happen have, with that? Why I mean, did we have to? Seriously, can you, you know, they, they were, they, long putters. I mean, I don't know how to hold them, but, you know, people that used them, what, like some of my favorites, Adam Scott. Um, well, I got a, I got a, the saddest part. I'll tell you, the two poster boys were Tim Clark oh, and, uh, and uh, Keegan Bradley. Okay, that's right. Keegan Bradley set off the Keegan won the PGA with the long putter. Right, but that's what set it off. That was 2011, and the next four major winners, Adam Scott, Ernie Els, used variances of belly putters, you know, long putters. And so everybody said, oh, we've got to change all this. Well, if you look back statistically, Keegan Bradley, I looked it up, he ranked like 105th in putting in 2011. He won a major. But Seriously. he used an anchor putter. Well, what they've been around since the '60s. It's God. just stupid. And yeah. so, you know, the saddest one, like I said, was Tim Clark. Tim Clark had a, an injury as a child, or he was unable. He's unable to. Uh, yeah, like his. He's unable to do this with his hands. Okay? okay. He couldn't do that. He couldn't. What's called supinate. Yeah. So he couldn't. He couldn't hold a putter properly. So this allowed him to do it and survive. Uh, the only person that's really done it well, and that, and by the way, this is called Rule 1A, and it was, okay. came, it was instituted January 1, 16, by the RNA and the USGA, and yeah. uh, I don't know what room they were hiding in, but whatever. <laughs> but the only one that made the adaption well was Webb. And, and Webb Simpson, yeah, God. But see, he grew up, you forget, he's still a young man. He grew up using the belly putter okay. from the get-go. Yes, that's how he learned to putt. And then remember, he disappeared for a little while. Yes, he did. 
And then he came back. Having a great year this year, my goodness. Oh, didn't he have an awesome year? Oh. And he's got a he's got a combo. He's got a Deshambo with the claw. Oh he's God. got a Phil a Phil Shambo thing cooking. But the and he's great. And You're the one always messing with those grips. I got I, yeah, but here's here's the deal. I'm telling you, I got them all here. Okay. So oh my gosh. Here's one that's the long grip. Okay. okay. And it's got the big head. And the oh yeah, grip. yeah, yeah. Then you got. This is the belly putter. So it's a longer grip. You stick it in your belly button, you anchor, and they got a bigger head, okay? okay. And then you got, this was the original kind of thing where you had the double grip. Look at this putter shop, fancy. Oh, yeah, I got all these putters. <laughs> and this one, this one, you know, you, you anchored up here and did this. Oh. Well, here's another one. That one just gets me going. I said, why didn't they have a local rule for the senior players? Because sure. I don't care what you say, Scott. Bernhardt. Bernhard and Scott McCarran anchor. Now, if they if they pull their shirt out a little, oh, okay. Here's one, and one of the things I I, I want to look next time. And if yeah. Scott, you're out there, you can yell at me because I can't remember. But I think he wears a support on his left elbow, like a knee brace. Oh yeah. So he can fix his elbow when he puts. So he's not touching himself, I guess. But even if he was, what's wrong with that? Right. You know, I don't have a. What is the advantage? Well, and that's the other deal. At the time they came up with the ruling, they analyzed statistically the RNA and the USGA, and there were absolutely no advantages, no improvement in statistics, strokes gained putting, or anything among anybody. They just decided, you know, it needed to go away. It's called Rule 1A, 1-A or whatever. But it just, you know, and, I, and here's another one gets me ticked off about this whole process. If you're gonna go do that, look what, I sent you a video, I want you to watch it. It's everything they've done to remodel like 13 holes at Muirfield. Yeah. It's a spectacular video to watch. It's the greens, I think it's the head greenskeeper. But the deal is he's having to, you know, he's adding distance, adding traps, okay. Well, damn it, USGA, RNA, go after the damn ball. Change the ball. They use the same ball in tennis, so why can't you use the same ball in golf? So, yeah. I mean, who's who's the one event that's got to have a, a standardized ball? What event? Augusta. Of course. They run out of land. They can't buy Augusta Country Club and tear it up. Now, well, they might, but well, they could. <laughs> but sooner or later, they're just going to have. They pay to millions and millions to create a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's their. I mean, they, they could. They said, we'll buy your land and build your country. No, seriously, it's the one event where they play the same course every year. Yeah. And, I they, mean, and they can't make it longer. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be interested in how it functions with DeChambeau this yeah, I mean, year. He's going to be hitting sand wedging all the time. World tennis tour, though, you know, Wimbledon, everybody uses the same ball. The U.S. Open, everybody uses the same ball in tennis. So why not in golf? Well, I agree. I It just – it just I, and – like I said, I, I, I love Tim Clark and I love Carl Peterson. And they went to the uh, school in Raleigh that I can't remember the name of. But, uh, State College. Oh, yeah, that State College place. <laughs> they got the wrong color red and all that that's, stuff. That's the all Raleigh. State fans out there. That's the Raleigh extension of the University of this North is, Carolina. This is for all the North Carolina State fans. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but, oh, Wolf Call. <laughs> but, you know, Carl, oh, man. Carl Peterson and Tim Clark, and they're both young men. You know, you think, oh, he's better. Carl Peterson's only 42. 
and he was he was really good. And uh, I guess he just decided he didn't want to make the switch or deal with it. I think he got tired of the whole yeah roll and travel and stuff. I don't know, but you know that that just that I just, never have understood the premise to it. I mean, if every if it was such an advantage, everybody would have used it. I didn't. I could never figure out how to hold it. So. Right. Well, I never, I never could have done the 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 broomstick one. Yeah. I messed with the 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 uh, belly putter. Well, that's that's the last part of this that I want to go into. Okay. So how the hell is what DeChambeau doing, and what Webb's doing when you do this to your right. arm and do this? Is that not anchoring it? Is that not anchoring? What is that? Is that is that tied to my arm? What the heck is that, Marison? Right. So that's not legal, or that is legal? And I'm that going. Is legal. Uh, that okay. Contradiction. That, yeah, that's crazy. So USGA, RNA, get your act together. Either that, or make local rules and say none of that rule affects the amateurs at all. And the reality is, it doesn't because if you and I want to go out and putt, and you want to anchor a long putter, then I mean, because exactly. we don't even, we don't even put it in the hole anymore. So, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Holy smoke! Yeah, it got me going. Anyways, well, you got guys out there, we 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 want to uh, step it up, and and if you have something you want to talk about, that's uh, you know, current events are in sports are a big deal, and we're gonna send us all your controversial topics. Yeah, because we're let's gonna hash it out, man. And the other thing, oh, I got a quote for the day. You're gonna okay. like this one. It comes, it comes from the babe. It, it's hard to beat a person who never gives up. That's for <laughs> think, sure. Think about that one. That's babe Ruth. Sure. It's hard That's to beat a person sure. who never gives up. But uh, well, we'll look forward. I'm to gonna throw another one in on you too because of what I was saying about the Grammys and whatnot. Okay. So this is something my grandmother used to say. Well, that's if, a wise if, if you didn't see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears, don't make it up with your small mind and share it with your big mouth. <laughs> hey, I'm well, I tell you what, that should be on a plaque. Because Amen. That's, that's today's world well taken. She used to wear that out, man, and she was right. <laughs> I thought about the Oracle of Omaha when you said that. He always said, if if you don't understand it, you can't see it, you can't touch it, don't invest in it. That's exactly it. Be a smart guy. So. Hey, fans, thanks for joining us. Same time, same channel. <laughs> Until we be, then. We be picking and we be putting. Oh, hey. sorry. There you go. <laughs> go along, everybody.